Welcome to your awakening journey. Today's destinations include higher consciousness and actualized potential. If all ascenders could now please be seated in a comfortable meditative posture, we're about to ascend. You are now arriving at your host, Brian Henry. What is up, Ascenders? Welcome back to another episode of Awaken. My name is Brian Henry, and I'm the founder of Together We Ascend and, and the Ascend Academy. So before we jump into this episode, I do have a few announcements that hasn't yet made it onto the podcast, and I think it's only fair that we let our podcast listeners know everything that's been going on with the Ascend Academy. Oh, I guess I've jumped a little bit ahead of myself. Everything that's been going on with the community and amongst those announcements, because I'm just so excited to get it out and it just wants to come out, I guess, is, of course, the Ascend Academy which has just opened up for enrollment. And this is a space for lightworkers to come get activated. So what this is all about for us is helping conscious leaders step into their power, step into their purpose. And that's what is exactly going to happen when you enroll for the Ascend Academy. So when you do, when you jump right in. What we start you off with is the Ascender Activation Program, which is a program designed to take you through the process of finding clarity around the gifts that want to come through you, better, more deeply understanding what you are and what you came here to do so that you can move into the path of living out your purpose through your own conscious business. So coming into the program, if you've heard that call to serve a higher purpose, to help others ascend, but aren't quite yet sure how to go about it, or you're just looking to grow into your power, into being more capable and powerful in carrying out that purpose, the Ascend Academy will help you rise into that power. And again, just connect to all that clarity within your deepest knowing Okay, it's all found in here, but it helps you unfold the layers that impede that inner knowing so that you can bring through your highest, your brightest light into this world. And the last thing we leave off with there, and it leads you into, is the launch of your own conscious business. Because this is equally about you carrying out the great work that you came here to do, you carrying out that sole purpose, as well as you experiencing the fulfillment, the joy, the freedom of living out your wildest dreams. So that's what this is about. That's what the Ascend Academy is gonna help you do. That's just one side of it. There's so much more that we are planning to integrate into this program. This is gonna be a place for us to come together to learn from each other. We're going to be uniting. We're gonna be getting together in these mastermind sessions that we have planned. Um, but the Ascender Activation is definitely the, the meat of the program as of right now. So if you wanna hear more about or learn more about the Ascend Academy or perhaps even apply if you'd like to apply and just have a conversation with me to check in see if this is for you you can do so at togetheryascend.com forward slash academy second announcement before we jump into the interview is we have also launched a little bit of a free gift from us to you and those are our am activations which are 
a uplifting message that contains an activating frequency that's sent to you each and every weekday morning to help you get your day started on the right note. So I'll talk a little bit more about both of these programs and both of these offerings a little bit more in the future, but I do want to jump into this episode. So if you'd like to sign up for the AM activations, you can find that at togetherweascend.com forward slash AM activation. And again, if you are feeling called to learn more about the academy and perhaps even apply, togetherweascend.com forward slash academy. Anyways, let's get into this episode because it was a pretty fun one, albeit it was a little bit short. I gotta admit there was a bit of tech issues because um, you'll, you'll actually hear it in the interview. My voice for some reason sounds a little bit different, um, but that did not keep us from getting the truth out because that's exactly what this episode was about. My boy Truthseeker is a visionary artist. The music he's making is unique and incredible, but um, perhaps even what I'm even more connected to and in resonance with is his podcast. His podcast, the Truthseeker podcast, is amazing, guys. You go go check it out. Pause this episode if you want to and go listen to it. I won't be insulted. But um, yeah, I was actually a fan of the podcast. I was a listener of the podcast before inviting him on to Awaken. So I do vouch for it. Um, he's a seasoned podcaster. He's been exposed to so many different people and experiences in his pursuit of seeking out the truth. And he's someone that is sharing it confidently and proudly. He just radiates the energy of someone that is rooted in their truth and carrying out the purpose they feel called to serve. So anyways, let's not keep you waiting any longer. This is my episode interview with Truthseeker. I hope you enjoy it. That brings me to the importance, I think, of us, you know, still being open with that side of the story and, and still showing that side of the story uh, when we go out there and we present ourselves and we speak our truth because I think there's there's a power in, in showing people that, you know, we go through that shit too, right? And not yeah. putting on this, and it, I, I see it. I see a lot of people putting on this this guru status sort of image and yeah. they're they're talking these high vibing truths. They're, <laughs> they're, they're putting on that, you know, that joyful always in that state of of peace and bliss sort of um image but you know how how realistic is that and i feel like that can get in the way of connecting with people on the level that we could connect with them on because yeah. it doesn't feel real and people see that as so it's not even that they they're they're thinking about this as much as they're feeling it because people they can feel it out always man you you can you can feel if someone's being genuine you can feel if someone's being real and i feel like if we we leave out that side of the story and kind of hide that side of ourselves mm-hmm. it doesn't have that same effect as if we we put it all out there and of course you want to be discerning in what parts of yourself you share and and you know you got to trust yourself with what you feel like is right to share and what you feel like you might need to be keeping to yourself but i feel like there's this powerful powerful thing in you know being open and showing that that darker side of things as well yeah uh there's a power and there's a freedom and authenticity it's just being real with, with who you are and uh and your flaws and your shortcomings and your fears you know what I'm saying? Your likes and dislikes. It's okay to say you like certain things that 
the status quo might not like. And so, and there's, it's almost, um, you know, I was envious of seeing people being okay (laughs) in their own skin. I would see people, whether they're podcasters or rappers or whatever, they were spiritual, but they still will punch you in the mouth if you say something wrong to them. This is who they are, you know, and, and they're unapologetic about it, you know, and so, um, just to have to, to think that the you know what I'm saying the spiritual leader the spiritual teacher has to be this it has to be shaped and, and look like this or whatever we've been taught for so many years but um there's a power in being authentic man and uh, and people are envious of it I was envious of it of seeing other people uh, do it and be okay with it and um, you know especially me like I said coming from the church background you know and I still you know I call myself a Christian I believe in in, in Christ and I'm a de- of the gospel of Jesus, man. And, um, but to say that, you know, all of these other things that you wouldn't expect a Christian to believe in, to say, to study, to do, or whatever, I embody that stuff. And so for someone to tell me, no, you can't do that. And you can't like this. You can't listen to this music. You can't do this. It's all of this. No, no, no stuff. And so hold on, I'm going to be, I'm going to be the standard just to show you that you can. And, I, and that's where any type of success from my podcast or my music is birthed out of is that. Is being open and honest. Say, you know what? I love Jesus. I am a Jesus freak, but I love crystals. I love, you know, to have a couple of drinks on the weekends and do karaoke, you know what I'm saying? And, and have a couple margaritas with my friends. Like, I love that stuff. You know, I'm, just, I'm a human, man. You know what I'm saying? So, so to say that I don't like it or those things are bad for you or certain types of music, you know, all of these preconceived notions, man. And, you know, there is a bunch of people flocking to my podcast and flocking to my music. And it's because of that. There's an authenticity there that they don't have to give up their belief systems or they don't have to fit into a mold. And I deal with a lot of people who come out of the church, obviously, and they've been told that you can't be a Christian and be into astrology. And I've seen posts like that on Facebook. People make those blank blanket statements. And I say, you want to bet? You can't be a Christian and read palms. Want to bet? You can't be a Christian and smoke weed. Want to bet? Who are you to make these rules? Like, you know what I'm saying? And just breaking free of those social norms and the religious dogma and stuff. And uh, there's, there's suffering, man. Religion is suffering right now. It's crazy. But Jesus is still, still king, man. He's still beautiful. And, like, you don't have to, like, abandon your faith or whatever to be accepted by the unthinking majority. You know what I'm saying? And that's... You know, I, and I, I'm like a thorn in their flesh, you know what I'm saying? And I get their hate messages all the time, but I'm just liberating so many people by just being myself. You know what I'm saying? It's so beautiful, bro. Mm-hmm. All right. You know what? I'm so happy that you brought that up because that was actually the direction I want to take this conversation in. So I got a little background story here. You know, when I was, uh, I was preparing for this interview, I, um, you know, I know, I know you're a Christian. I, and I, I'm listening to your content. And I see that you're often coming to cite scripture and, and bring in um, talk of the Bible. And while I'm preparing, it, it occurs to me, I'm like, you know, man, I don't know how I'm going to do this interview because when it comes to Christianity, I'm totally ignorant. Right? I, I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I but know. you resonate with something though right it's like universal the stuff i'm speaking about right so that's exactly what i'm getting at here okay so i'm ignorant i have very little awareness when it comes to christian teachings and, and you know what what's in the bible but i know i resonate with you and your message 
All right. So I've listened to po- your podcast before, like I mentioned, and I resonated with it before. And then as I'm preparing for this interview, I'm hearing you speak to some of the same messages that I speak to. And there's, again, just total resonance with it. And it starts to occur to me that, you know, this is actually the perfect opportunity to bring someone in that doesn't fit within what I think, here's where I'll take it. I'm sure you've seen it before. There's this kind of tug of war between religion and spirituality, right? People are trying to figure out where does religion fit in their life? But then there's also this, this movement of people that are spiritual, but not religious. That's, that's how I'm hearing (laughs) it being put so many places. Now, in that little tug of war, I'm seeing something with how, as it pertains to Christianity, I feel like, and you can tell me if you see this too, but Christianity often gets put in a negative light in the spiritual community from people that don't really have experience with it. Right. And I think it sometimes gets perpetuated with people that are probably the same sort of people that are attacking you that, no, that's not the right way to think. You know, that, that's yeah. not Christian, right? Yep. And I'll be honest, I've been on the end of some of that as well, where people of Christian faith have come at me and had, you know, their, their stuff to share in, a, in a, a little bit of an attacking manner. And I think that kind of plays into the, the, the connotation that, that Christianity sometimes has in the spiritual community. Now, what really interested me about you as I was preparing for this interview was that you have so much in what you share is so much in alignment with the sort of stuff we talk about in this tribe right and you've been exposed on your podcast to people of so many different backgrounds so many different things to share right you've talked about ETs you've talked about crystals you've talked about energy and it seems like you resonate with a lot of the information yet you still practice your well you can tell me what that looks like but you still (laughs) describe yourself as (laughs) as and i'm just now i'm i'm just now being okay with calling myself a christian again right because like because i know that's oh he's a christian turn this turn this you know what i'm saying like they think the religious dogma and all that kind of stuff comes with it but fact of the matter is I don't I don't agree with probably 90% of Christianity as far as like the organized church that we have here in the West Christianity mm-hmm. was a spiritual practice in the East before it became a religion in the West and they've totally hijacked it and said set put things in Jesus's mouth and, and, and taken these these uh teachings from Paul and almost like um exalted them over Christ like, okay, we're going to listen to him before we listen to you. It's like, hold on. Like, this guy was influenced by me or had an encounter with me, and you're going to take his words and run with them over mine. Like, that, that's what, what, what is known in the West as Pauline Christianity. And that's what we know in, as far as Christian, uh, you know what I'm saying, evangelicalism or what we would call the Protestant church coming out of the Catholic church. And it's just a blend of all of these things, man. But going back to the simplicity of 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 Christ, of the prophets, of these, these, these spiritual gurus, essentially, who did everything. I think I see in the Bhagavad Gita sitting on your table, right? Um, maybe. I thought I did. He did. Anyway, yeah, I don't even know when you saw that, but anyways, go ahead. 
Yeah, well, um, you know what I'm saying? Jesus, when he prayed, guess where he went? Into a cave. And he would stay there for days or hours praying inside of a cave. Who does that? Hindus, monks, you know what I'm saying? The monks, the Buddhists, they do that. They separate themselves and, and they go to be taught by their masters. Jesus did that. Jesus went away to pray and freaking beings appeared to him. His, his, his teachers that, you know what I'm saying, um, came before him that taught his elders. They came and taught him. He met with them in secret. And there's, there's scriptures in the Bible that, that show that. They go into the mountain or they go on top of the mountain. All the pictures of people, all the monks and stuff meditating, they're on top of a huge mountain somewhere. You know what I'm saying? In the Himalayas and they're meditating. And you see all these practices, man, of fasting and praying and casting out demons and healing people and what's what we would call Reiki and faith healing and moving energy and all that kind of stuff, man. So Jesus, the disciples and apostles and prophets, man, they were like the embodiment of spiritual spirituality. Like the apostle Paul was leaving his body, traveling back and forth from heaven to earth. It was so real. He didn't even know if he took his body with him. You know, he, he didn't know if he actually traveled or he was bilocated and just went to heaven with this body. And they, they would hear the voice of the spirit speaking to him. It's the most beautiful uh, song and dance with the spirit and, and demons and angels and entities and all kinds of stuff, man. And that's that's exciting, man. So the Bible doesn't speak against that stuff. It's for it. So let's sit down and have the conversation with the psychic, with the medium, people having these experiences and stuff, you know, so we could just sit down and have the conversation because that's the thing in Christianity that you haven't seen is somebody just having the conversation. And it's not to have the conversation to say that I'm right. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just sharing what's working for me. And I, and I expect, I expect everyone to do that. What's working for them to help somebody else, you know what I'm saying? Get through the day to help somebody else. Like, let me know what, what works for you. Did you go up that mountain? What happened when you went up there? What happened when you came down? What's working? What's not working? Okay, don't do this. Don't do that. And it becomes really practical. You know what I'm saying? The deep, the deep spiritual essence of, of, of man becomes, you know what I'm saying? What, just something practical within our day-to-day lives. You know what I'm saying? And that's what it's supposed to be. Hmm. Simplifying it and making it practical. It's got to be. I mean, we can, trust me, there's some really weird experiences and ecstatic encounters that I've had that, and people have, you know, they probably beat me on encounters. I've had a lot of crazy stuff and I think I've, I'm only scratching the surface of the reality of the spirit realm and our, our, you know, communication with God and with entities and ancestors and aliens and angels and all of these things, man. And so where, where do we fit in the midst of that? We at least got to have that conversation, man, you know, and it comes back to being practical. Like, how does that make me a better father? How does that make me a better husband? How does that make me a better coworker, a better friend? You know what I'm saying? And if, if, if you're not doing those things right, you're worse than an unbeliever. I don't, I don't want to hear what you got to say. You, you're, in, you're in all these failed marriages. You're sleeping around on your wife, running around. You can't hold down a job. Like, come on, something's up, dude. Something's wrong with your spirituality and your religion, you know? Hmm. So it seems like you're interpreting, well, on that note, I totally agree in agreement with that. It's um, those, those experiences and, you know, seeking out those experiences, I think, once yeah. there's not an attachment to it, it can be fun. It could be interesting. But if you're not grounding all that you're learning into this reality to make yourself yeah. and using it in ways that 
you're just becoming a better person, which is what I think it should be about at the end of the day, then what do we, what are we really in it for? Right. Is it, is it that it's a, you know, a hobby or is it that we're, we're using it to, to grow into better versions of ourselves? And I think that's what it needs to be about. Right. Again, yeah. I, I told, I'm totally with all the fun that, that comes with those, those Heck yeah. crazy experiences that we have, but it needs to always come back to, am I, applying this to to be a better version of me so i totally agree with that now i want to come back to this and it's that you know it seems like to me and again i don't have a whole lot of experience in this area so i can't say you gotta tell me but it seems like to me that you're interpreting the bible in ways that are completely different than some people and i just kind of want to hear about your experiences with with that and the way that you approach that because i think one of the very powerful things that we can we can do and i think you're already doing it is opening up people who have resonated with christian faith but maybe have been constrained and suppressed in that feeling of you know there's all these rules to follow and all these beliefs that we need to believe in now it seems like you're you're opening up and letting yourself be more free with with how you approach your relationship with god and at the same time using the scripture using the bible using the teachings and and finding what works for you in there so i want to hear a little bit about like your relationship with that yeah man um at the end of the day shouldn't that be what matters like why would i do something that works for somebody else but it just doesn't work for me and that's one of the problems right you have a lot of people in in christendom or any religion for that matter and they have this one set of ways of of, of doing things and they try to force that on everyone and they want people to talk like them to look like them to speak like them to act like them but that's not reality so um especially with you know what you know what i'm saying what i bring to the table being so eclectic right and so different um, and it's just what works for me. I'm not going to do something that's not working. Like, wow, that's the crazy person. You keep doing the same thing over and over expecting different results. If you keep doing the same thing. So I'm going to do what works. If loving people works, I'm going to do that. If not arguing with people works, I'm going to do that. Right. And, and just being able to learn from my mistakes. Cause I've been that, 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 Christian who wants to debate and always be right. And I want to, I want to debate Muslims. I want to debate Hindus and Catholics. And I've done that kind of stuff, dude. And that's disgusting. I, I hate that person that I was, man, but I've learned so much from it, not to do that again, especially moving forward and offending people. And life is short, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm sitting here arguing and debating about religion when at the end of the day, when this, this whole spiritual awakening that many people are undergoing across the planet, uh, we find out that at the end of the day, we're all saying the same thing. We're just saying it differently. We're talking about crystals. We're talking about healing. We're talking about, you know what I'm saying, leaving the body and all of these these crazy spiritual practices that were practiced by every religion, right? And 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 within those religion, there's religions, there are people who are not of the fold, who are not of the flock. They're just there. They just attend. They just go. They don't get it. They haven't been born of water and spirit. They're not born again or whatever what the Bible would, would call. Um, but then again, you have people within across across the globe in in a part of every religion or spiritual community or new age circle, whatever, witches coven, who there's something within them that cries out for the same thing. Right. And they're truth seekers and they're having these encounters and they're having these these uh 
you know what I'm saying? It's, um, you know, run-ins with heaven, man, you know? And then there's people next to him sitting in the church pews and kneeling at the mosque who aren't, but they're going through the motions. Maybe they're trying, maybe they're just there. So at the end of the day, like there's people scattered through, throughout the earth, man. And so that's what's, was, was like the uh, big thing for me was to see people of other faiths sharing so much in common and then speaking the same thing. And like religion will have you debate people and argue with them because they change two or three words. Like I just shared, I, I shared some quotes by like Manly P. Hall, which I'm a really big, you know what I'm saying, proponent of his work. I really love what he's brought to the table. And, um, and people will see that I quoted somebody like him and they'll get mad. But if I would have like said that the apostle Paul said it or somebody from the Bible, they'd be all good. Right. And uh, e even though they're saying the same things, you know what I'm saying? Even though they're communicating the, the same idea, um, it's not quoted from the Bible. And so people get upset. And it's just dealing with religion, man. Religion is dogma. Religion is divine and to hold back. But true religion, as the Bible tells it, is, is to visit the widows and the orphans and the fatherless in their affliction, man. That's true religion. And that's un, undefiled before God. And that's what we're doing. So it's universal. These things th that I speak, and that's why it resonates with you without even hit, hearing the Bible. And, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll talk to people on the podcast and I'll, I can swear that they've spent time in the church because they're, they're, they're speaking my lingo. They're pretty much quoting scriptures without saying them, you know, and I'm like, hey, have you ever, was you a pastor? And they were like, they've never been to, you know, and uh, some type of, you know what I'm saying, church that I come from. And it's just so weird that we're all speaking the same things. And I think that language is love at the end of the day, universal love. And that's what Christ taught. And he essentially said, look, you can take the whole Bible, all the scriptures, the prophets, all of the crazy stuff, throw it all out. And if you can love the Lord, your God with all your heart and then love your neighbor as yourself, you've done it all. Whatever that takes, that's as deep and as intricate and in doing that. But if you can do that, you, you've completed everything. You've done it right. So that's where we are. Just mm. walking in love, man. There you go. See, I've heard you say that before, and I think it was in that moment where I realized, you know, we were definitely to in total alignment here. And it, it occurred to me that, you know, that's that's what it keeps coming back to. And like you said, it's 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 universal, right? And I think one of the amazing things about you being that you've been exposed to so many different people, so many different backgrounds, and you've spoken to so many different people. You have been given this opportunity to to see what is that those underlying themes, right? What are the things that are reoccurring? Because that's of course a sign that that there's something there, right? So I am such a fan of the fact that you've you put yourself, you you sought out the truth, man. The it, the name says it all out right there. Uh, you're you're putting in the work to to find out what's out there, and I think one of the ways I've heard you put in the before is you know, it's in your heart to, to find out all the secrets of the universe. All right. I like that. I want to, I just want to, I want to know how it works, man. And just, I'm just, just enamored with even just a little piece of it. You know what I'm saying? A little piece I've been given and you know, whatever, whatever you seek after you're fine, man. And like I said, then it goes with the name truth seeker. So the, the truth in all things, you know, um, that's the way the universe works, you know, and what, whatever it is, and now that whatever is different for, for, um, for each one of us. Jesus said, um, if you have uh, faith as a grain of, of a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, be removed and it will. It'd be thrown into the ocean. And that whatever 
you seek after, you shall find. He says, if you believe, nothing shall by any means be impossible. Like that's deep. If you believe, to him that believeth, nothing shall by any means be impossible. What is that nothing? Now with our, our, you know what I'm saying, upbringing and religious background and ideas and wants and desires of our hearts, our nothings may be something totally different. Nothing shall by any means be impossible for, for me, you know what I'm saying? Maybe my mother beating cancer, maybe my brother kicking drug addiction. Nothing shall by any means be impossible. What is that nothing for you? The nothing may be a little bit further, maybe um, wanting to know how the stars work. What are the stars? What is astrology? What is the sun? You know what I'm saying? Just at, how, do, how does faith work? How does, uh, you know what I'm saying, faith healing work? How does Reiki work? That nothing shall by any means be impossible for, for you if, if you believe it. It changes for everybody. And whatever you're seeking, you're going to find. Right out my window, I'm sure there's a, a you know, just a field of, of, of green and um, clovers out there. And there's some four-leaf clovers out there too. But I won't, I won't find them unless I go out there and, and seek for them. And, but in, in, I mean, they're going to be there. They're going to exist. I, I, you know what I'm saying? Walk over that same grass every day without being cognitive of the four, four leaf clovers under me. But if I go out there and I set my intention to find that four leaf clover, I bet I can do it. I bet I can. I step over them. Some people don't even believe that they exist. Oh, you know, there's lore behind it. If you find one, you get this leprechaun tied to it. You get a wish, all kind of weird lore, but it's the same thing in the spirit realm, man. And angels, Aliens, demons, angels, fairies, elementals, the list goes on and on and on of these beings and, and angelic figures that exist in the ethers around us that uh, are, are working with us, that we're operating within the same ether, within the same wavelength. We're being affected by some of these entities that are living off of our auric field. All of this stuff exists, but if you don't seek after it, you'll never find it. I want to know, man. Like if there's entities that are like stealing my energy and, and I need, there's things I need to do to stop them. Like I want to know about them. That's me. You don't want to, Hey, keep, keep going, man. You know, but me, I want to know, man. So I've, I've given my life to, to seek those things out. And it's so interesting, but there's never an end. I understand that too. It's never a means to an end. Like, Hey, I've got it all figured out because you know, the rabbit hole goes so deep. Mm -hmm. Once you get to one thing, then it's like, it opens up a whole nother realm, but I'm just intrigued by it. It's beautiful um, to me, you know, and if you, if you approach that with the heart of um, honesty and the heart of purity um, at the end of the day, whatsoever you believe in, if you have faith, nothing shall by any means be impossible to you. And, um, and it's the desires of my heart. If I delight myself in God and, and, and who he is, that he'll show me those things, man, his secrets of his universe, every single one of us, not just me, every single one of us, if we'll put in that work. Mm hmm. It's just about tuning into what your heart calls for. Deep calls unto deep. I see somebody says that here in the chats, but yeah. Deep calls to deep. Actually, I'm, I'm not too sure what that means. You, what's your, what's your take on that? Deep calls to yeah. deep. Yeah, deep. Um, so which, that that terminology is used in the Christian circles about um, our our deep, like within us, like the depths of our being, crying out for the fullness of who God is. And, uh, and the scripture says that the whole world is, is in earnest expectation, waiting for the manifestation of the sons and daughters of God, for us to wake up to the, to the truth about who we really are, that the whole, the whole wide world is waiting on you and you don't even know it. 
to come to the knowledge of who you are as a son and daughter of God made in that image. So the deepness that's within that calls out into the depths of God. My deep calls out into his deeps. And so um, if you, and the scripture says, if you delight yourself in the Lord, he'll give you the desires of your heart, delighting yourself in the Lord. Um, one thing we have to learn really quick is that the more we delight ourselves in the Lord, our desires change. And so delighting after delicate foods or delighting after fast cars and all of these things, which aren't anything bad in and of themselves, but our desires change. So we begin to desire the things that God desires. We begin to love the things God loves and hates, hate the things that, that God hates as well, injustice and uh, you know what I'm saying, murders and death and things like that. So we're being continually formed into the image of Christ is the whole thing of the Bible, right? And then we look at who Christ is, who was a, which was a, who, who was a, who is a very beautiful person or, or being, so. Hmm. Yeah, I guess that's why when people start to to connect to these these deeper aspects of themselves, it's almost like all the things that they want on the surface start to change. How many times do you hear that story where, <laughs> you know, it just drastically the the sort of things that they want, you know, the types of food that they eat, the types of things that they enjoy doing. It's just like this flip of a switch yeah. where everything changes about them. And it, yeah. it's not that they, it, it, it's very interesting how that <laughs> happens so suddenly. Yeah. Yeah. And then they, and, and then they have another uh, thing on their hands where they have to learn how to balance that on the job, you know, or, you know, people, I want to talk about space and, you know what I'm saying? The government and, you know, chemtrails and all this kind of stuff. Right. Mm -hmm. um, but so you have to learn how to like, okay, let me just go here and talk about the weather or talk about, you know, because you don't care about you. You got to go to family gatherings and you want to talk about quantum f physics and, you know, what I'm saying the esoteric anatomy of man and spirit beings and stuff. When you have to talk about, you know, your report card or whatever the case is, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So that that's hard for a lot of people to adjust to because some people can't, can't hold it in, you know? Yeah, I guess it, then it becomes, you know, what what do you resonate with at that point? Who do you resonate with at that point? I think there's a lot of people in this space that are still trying to define that tribe, find those people that they, they connect with. Not to say that, yeah. you know, every conversation needs to be about that stuff, but exactly. it um I think there's a lot of people left feeling like there's little people in their lives that, that they can connect to and resonate with on this level. And that's why I think communities such as this one and podcasts like the, such as this one is yeah. so, so um, powerful for some people because they come in there and they, they feel like there's, there's other people that you can connect to. That's why I started my podcast. Cause I was that young person having those encounters, <laughs> summoning UFOs. You know what I'm saying? I needed somebody to talk to. I don't Nobody taught me how to do that. Like, I need somebody to talk to. These ships are coming down when I go outside and pray and, and lift my hands. Like I need to talk to somebody and I would call in the podcast and people talking about meditation and what UFOs are and they're, they're in the Bible. Oh, wow. UFOs are in the Bible. I want to study that because I, I know the Bible and I know UFOs. And so I'm trying to do my research and stuff and needing somebody to talk to. And I found it in, in podcasts. I'd call in and talk to the people that were being interviewed. And so I was like, you know, that I need to start one just for the... You know what I'm saying? Be that person that you needed when you were younger. We hear that all the time. And that's what I needed. I needed a podcast. I needed somebody speaking the truth uh, as, as, as they saw it and just being open. And I open the phone lines from time to time as well, you know, and take calls from people. But, um, you know, having that sense of community 
um, which we, we're taking advantage of the technology to be broadcasting live, talking to a lot of people right now. Um, it's going to be archived and be sent out and be on all the podcasting platforms and stuff. And then, uh, you know, we have community where we do, you know what I'm saying? We use Discord and we, we, we essentially do life together, man. You know, and it's not always everything deep. Now, we, we like to get deep. The majority of it's deep, but we like to listen to, to music and tell jokes and be funny and just, hey, how's, how's the family? And so we've just kind of found that tribe, man, through, through our Discord community and through the podcast. And, uh, you know, it's not forcing anybody to be there. I don't get any cool points if, if whoever joins or whatever becomes part of the, the group, but it, it becomes this uh, organic, uh, you know what I'm saying, body of people who exists for, you know what I'm saying, a greater purpose. And we all have something to give. We all have a light that we're bringing to the table. We all have uh, experiences and opinions. But to be able to grow together and uh, cohesively without the judgments, without the dogma, without the, hey, you're, you're wrong, I'm going to kick you out or ban you or whatever the case is, which I, I never experienced at church. If you came and believed something outside of the box, they're going to ask you not to speak on it or keep it to yourself or not come back. And so... There's no room for exploration there. There's no room for growth. Um, so, yeah, and we, we have the technology. We're connected with people all over the world, and it's crazy, man, but it's beautiful, and, you know, I'm thankful for it. And, uh, you know, um, deep deep calls unto deep. The, the people who have the same deep interest in mind, they're going to find those people. Mm-hmm. You can, you know, not, we don't force anybody to do anything, but just to let people know that, hey, you're not alone. There's people just like you out here have the same questions, have been through very similar experiences. And so talking to enough people, you'll be able to put the uh, pieces of the puzzle together for yourself. You know, all types of uh, experiences that people are having, traumatic experiences, night night terrors, you know what I'm saying? Uh, 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 you know what I'm saying? Just deep, deep ecstatic um, experiences in meditation and astral travel and just coming together in a safe group, a safe group of people to talk about this because I'm in the Bible Belt, man. I'm as far south as you can go, like, you know what I'm saying, Alabama Bible Belt. I'm in Alabama, dude, talking about this, being a waste seer, you know what I'm saying, and just shining my light down here. And so I could have easily, like most people, when they become conscious in Alabama, Louisiana, Mississippi, guess what they do? They jump on the plane and they go to Denver. Awesome. They go to Denver. All my hippie friends, they grow dreadlocks, they buy hula hoops, they move to Denver. That's what they do. It's like, you know what? I got to be a beacon of hope down here, man, to be able to exist in the midst of all of this ridicule, in the midst of all this persecution and all the weird stuff that goes on, man. You know, I, I know I know, I have a crown of righteousness waiting on me, man. I'm, I, didn't cho- I didn't choose the easy path. It's not easy. Even though there's numbers, even though there's people in your corner and it looks cool and I got a really great production on my podcast and we got numbers and they didn't see, we're going back to the beginning, they didn't see you know, the ridicule, you didn't see the the people making fun of you, your pastors and, and people gossiping and telling people to stay away from you and saying you're devil worship and all of this stuff that comes with the territory for seeking truth. It's the price that you pay, but it's a great, a great price. And so Jesus says that, you know what I'm saying? The servant is not greater than the master. He went through scrutiny. He went through, you know what I'm saying? Um, ridicule, and they're getting beat and, and, and getting sold out by his friends. And he went through that stuff, man. That's, a, that's an example. I mean, anybody who chooses that path of choosing the high road, you know what I'm saying, the world, and it's, it's, it's going to crucify you. It wasn't, it wasn't the, the drunkards. It wasn't the prostitutes. It wasn't the psychics who crucified Christ. 
it was the religious community of his time. And we're still dealing with that, that community today. That's a spirit. People die. Spirits don't die. Just as Jesus was dealing with the, the spirits that was dealing with his forefathers, Moses and Elijah, and they were coming against them, those same spirits just keep rolling down the family tree, just rolling down the lineage. And we have to, we're still dealing with spirits. The Bible says we wrestle not with flesh and blood, but with powers and principalities in heavenly places. And then we read books like uh, the four agreements that says, take nothing as personal. Nothing is, but it's not, it's not personal. It's a spiritual battle. Powers and principalities in high places in the ethers that we wrestle with. And it all starts to make sense. And we're in good company. Hmm. That's amazing, man. Well, let me just say, I got a ton of respect for you. And you specifically that you're standing in the face of resistance and you're not backing down to it. You're <laughs> not, it doesn't seem like you're pushing and take the easy road. You're, you're finding out what you're connecting to that purpose, man. That's what it sounds oh, like. You're connecting to that purpose. And it sounds like you're willing to put that above what might be easy. Yeah. And, and that's not just for me. It's for everybody. Don't go the easy route. It's never, it, there's, it's usually a trick, you know, it's usually not, you know, just, just the easy route. There's usually a trick to it. And, uh, you know, it seems easy at first, but then, you know, you're going to sell yourself short. You're going to keep taking those tests over and over and over again, but responding with love, responding with, with peace and grace, man, you'll overcome any, any obstacle. And again, we're in good company. So tell me about that. Yeah, well, I'm just saying as far as, you know, the, the scripture says that we're, we're surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses. You know, like I was talking about Jesus having his, his ancestors looking over him, teaching him, guiding him. And th th there's a scripture, bro, and it's so powerful. You probably heard me quote this because it, it, it's really powerful. But it talks about uh, Jesus just uh, talking to Peter right before Peter's going to deny Christ before they crucify him, right? right? This, here's, here's where the rubber meets the road. Jesus is about to be crucified. Everybody runs. They leave him. I don't know him. Uh, hey, aren't you with him? You no, know, you guys are with him. No, no, I'm not with him. Hold on, man. We, we was walking together for a couple of years. Y'all had my back. Now y'all don't know me. So before that was going to happen, Jesus uh, tells Peter, says, look, Peter, Satan has desired to sift you as wheat, but don't fret. Don't freak out. I've prayed for you. Being sifted as wheat, being out there pushed like we're by ourselves as wheat that's being sifted. And we get, we feel like we're all alone that nobody, you know, and it's, it's people dying out here. There's people who aren't, you know, they're, they're going through this spiritual battle. They're, you know, they're, they, they feel like they're alone. They don't have nobody to talk to family and friends forsake them, you know, but God says, I'll be a friend that sticks with you closer than a brother. I will never leave you and never forsake you. That's a truth. That's truth. That's truth. What, what else is there? You know, how, man, it gets lonely out here. But to know, I'll tell you what, when I got born again, man, gave my life to Christ and started following Jesus back in 1998. And I, there was a two-year period that I fell away. But when I came back after that two years, I struggled with depression, suicide, all that kind of stuff. You know, used to fantasize about killing myself, thinking of creative ways to kill myself, man. And, um, but um, when I gave my life to Christ, when I came back to him, I never felt alone again by myself sitting in my room. There was always his presence with me, wants to hang out, wants to hear about my day. Like it gets crazy, man. It gets, that's truth, bro. 
that he loves us. He'll never leave us, never forsake us. There's nowhere, there's nowhere that we can go, no ends of the earth that, earth that we can journey to that he's not there waiting on us. That's a loving God. That's universal. I don't think that's the Christian God. That's, that's the ultimate power that operates through the spirit of love. And what, whoever you are, wherever you are, you can tap in and, and, and get to know that God in any, any shape or form. And it's, it's willing to respond to you. And it's the who puts you here, has a purpose for you and a plan for you. Once you're cognitive of that and you know that, man, you know, the, these storms and the gossips and your friends betraying you, that stuff, that's all part of your story, man. You know, and God has greater things for, for each and every one of us. Mm, so important to open up to that love and support. So important. It's in that feeling, you know, I always say that feeling alone is one of the lowest vibrations there is to be in. And the moment that we, we recognize that you can never be alone, there's always love and support around you, that, that opens way for so much to, to flow through you. We draw power from that. We draw joy from that. So it's, it's a message that, that I think holds so much truth and power that, you know, no matter where you are, no matter what's going on, that, 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 that's there for you. Yes, sir. No, you know oh, i know we're a little bit short on time i mean i'm i'm a little bit i want to keep going bro we got to do I, it again yeah you know i mean what? i think i think we are going to do it again when i get you on my podcast we, we're here from we're, we're here from your perspective and we'll, we'll, we'll go a little bit deeper <laughs> we're gonna so, do it on yeah. your podcast i'd love to have you back on mine um because yeah. i like with all that i know that you have to share i feel like i can i don't even want to say that we're scratching the surface because it feels even less than that <laughs> Um, we're like our fingers passing over the surface. It hasn't even touched, made contact or scratched the surface yet. Yeah, but I think, I think what, what we've talked about, even though it's just oh, so yeah. deep though, you know, yeah. like you could just take that and study it and break it down and in your life be changed if that's all you ever get. You know what I'm saying? Like that's how, that's how tangible the truth is, you know? You know what, when you, when you look at it, a lot of potency came through in that last, like, what, what was it? 45 minutes. So I'm uh, I'm super glad that we got the chance to do even just this. But yeah. if I'm not uh, mistaken, you you probably have to call it here, right? Yeah, man. I got a guest waiting on me now. I'm about to go live on my podcast. It's going to be a really good show. And uh, so if anybody wants to check out what I do, um, head on over to my website, my YouTube. Just type in Truth Seeker Truth, S-E-E-K-A-H on any podcasting platform or YouTube. That's where I broadcast live from is YouTube. So if you go follow me there, um, yeah, I go live on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 10 a.m. and then do some impromptu stuff all the time. So, yeah, it's going to be good. I'm, I'm, we're about to have a good interview. So let me jump off here before my guest gets upset with me. And uh, I appreciate it, man. I really enjoyed this conversation. Thank you again for having me on and look forward to building with you again. Yes, brother. We're going to chat again real soon. Thanks. All right. Shalom, shalom, brother. Peace. Ascenders, that's my interview with Truthseeker. I hope you enjoyed it. We didn't let that tech issue stop us. We got the truth out. And I think above all truths, amongst those truths, and I think Truth Seeker would agree with me on this one, is that this is about your truth. This is about nothing more than you finding in your heart what you are in resonance with, what feels good to you, what feels right to you. Nobody else can tell you what the truth is. The way in which we unfold into our truth now is we expose ourselves to different ideas, different beliefs, we stay open-minded, we listen to content like this because that just helps you 
and allows you more opportunity to feel out what's in resonance with you, what is going to support you. But again, it's always going to be coming back to what you feel in here, connecting to your own inner knowing and connecting to what is your truth. So I'm glad that I had this chance to have this conversation with Truth Seeker. Um, again, if you heard in the interview there, it won't be the last time I have a conversation with them. Um, I, like I mentioned, I feel like we're only scratching the surface. If you hear some of the stuff that gets, you know what, forget the if. Go and check his podcast out because there's so much in there. But I do know that there's a ton, a ton that he's been exposed to, that he's heard in his guests and on his podcast. Um, and I just know that that means he has ton to share with us. So I'm definitely going to be getting him back on the show. But then also, and if you caught it, you're also going to be seeing yours truly on the Truth Seek podcast sometime in the near future. There's no date set just yet, but that is in the works. So stay tuned. You're going to be hearing me connect with them again on the Waken, but also the Truth Seek podcast. Um, details on when that's going to be coming out very soon. Lastly, Senders, thank you for all the love and support that you show me. Um, I'd like to show a little bit more support. I do have one ask of you, and that's to head on over to togetherweascend.com forward slash iTunes and take a couple minutes to leave us a honest review for the podcast. This really, really helps us out for getting the podcast out to more people. So if you believe in our mission, you believe in our content, the message that we're putting out there, it would be so, so appreciated if you just took a couple minutes to go on over to that website there, togetherwithsend.com forward slash iTunes to leave us a quick review. It only takes a couple minutes. So that'll be all for this episode, guys. I hope to see some of you in the Ascend Academy in the near future. And if not, definitely tune back into the Awaken podcast. So until next time, keep ascending.